Hey, all you out there in TV land. I'm Alyssa, and this is When TV Was Great Podcast, where I recap shows from I Love Lucy to Breaking Bad and everything in between. Come join me and reminisce about When TV Was Great. Hello, everybody. I am back with an all-new intro. How do you guys like it? It took me like days to figure out my intro, you guys. There's so many good songs to choose from. But man, doing a podcast is not as easy as people think. It's a lot of work. Even if I just do it one day a week, it's a lot of work, okay? Uh, It takes a lot to get it going. Uh, So today, uh, we're in the month of June. It's very hot over here where I live in Southern California. It is 93, but it literally feels like 103 out there. So I am in the nice air-conditioned room with a fan going. So if you guys hear a little bit of static, that's probably what that is. I have the fan above me, the air going. So um, I apologize if that's um, bothersome, but I don't think it is. So uh, we're in Father's Day month. Father's Day, I th- is it next weekend? I think it's next weekend. I don't remember when Father's Day is. Is it next week or the weekend after? I got to start doing my shopping. I got my dad and my husband to buy for. So, I decided to do some Father's episodes this month. Um, Off the top of my head, we're doing Wonder Years Today. Next week, we're doing The Simpsons. It's uh, an episode called When Maggie Makes Three. Now, it's not really a Father's episode, but it's it's like his relationship with Maggie. So, it's like a Father's episode to me. It's not like a Father's Day episode. This isn't either. This is... I'm just basically doing Father-centered episodes, you know? Uh, After that... I'm doing, gosh, I completely forgot what I'm doing. Where's my calendar here? I'm doing a 90210. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. And then I'm doing Married to Children. Married to Children. Al with Kelly. That's another episode with, you know, father-daughter. So, I didn't even know that, you guys. I wrote this down two months ago, and I completely forgot I was doing Married to Children at the end of the month. <laughs> Okay, anyways, next week I'll be doing um, The Simpsons with my husband, and he's basically going to do every Simpsons with me, unless there's an episode he really doesn't like, and I don't think there is an episode he really doesn't like. Um, Hope you guys all had a good week. Um, It's Friday, yay. Uh, We've been trying to stay inside. It's been really, really hot. We've been going to the pool quite a bit. We don't have a pool ourselves, but we have family that has pools. We have a little kiddie pool outside for my son. It has a little water slide. It's really cute. And he got it. He decided to go in at nine o'clock this morning and just go swimming in his clothes. All full. He was fully dressed. We were ready to go out for a little bit. And he just jumped in the pool. So he's over this heat too. <laughs> Luckily, I'm supposed to get back down to the, um, like the eighties next week. I'm literally in the valley. I'm like, right. I'm right in between de- a desert and, um, I, I, I'm not in the desert, but it literally feels like I'm in the desert, but it's miserable every summer, but you know what? I've been living here for 20 years now, and I'm used to it by now. Okay, so this episode we're doing is called My Father's Office. This is a really good one. Uh, it's Wonder Years, <laughs> if I didn't, if I forgot to say that. Wonder Years Season 1, Episode 3. Kevin is like a little baby here. He's like 11, maybe? Maybe not even 12 yet? I think he was 12 in the season pre- series premiere. So he's like just turned 12. He's got a little baby face. So... Uh, Kevin reminisces about the day he visited his always tense father at the office. So, I mean, you guys know that, um, Jack Arnold is just always grumpy. 
you know he's always like growling at something and kevin is always trying to have a relationship with him it seems like to me and there's many episodes that come out through over the years of this show where you see their relationship you know um i picked this one because i think that uh it's it's just a beautiful episode first of all it's one of uh, when, when you talk about Wonder Years, it's one of the top episodes that everybody loves. All right. Well, this episode aired on March 29th, 1988. I was, gosh, I was not even 10. I was nine years old. Crazy. I do remember watching this with my parents. Um, I think I've mentioned this many times when I've talked about Wonder Years because I've had a lot of Wonder Years episodes. My mother was the same age as Kevin Arnold. He was, she was born the same year as he's portrayed on the show. So everything that he went through was what they went through. You know, well, I'm sorry, was what, what my mom went through. So she always liked the show because it kind of brought her back to her childhood. And we we liked Fred Savage because he was in um, that movie Little Monsters. He was in Princess Bride. You know, we already knew who he was. So we liked the show. I remember watching this with my parents. Uh, I have a little trivia here. The pilot premiered on January 31st, 1988, following the Super Bowl. Uh, and I also have trivia about the episode we're about to do. It's called My Father's Office. In 1997, My Father's Office was ranked number 29 on TV Guide's 100 Greatest Episodes of All Time. So I'm not just whistling Dixie here. It's a really good episode. It's, I won't say it's one of my favorites, uh, but it's it's really good. It's really sweet. It's very tender. There's a lot of nice moments in it. Uh, I love how Kevin takes after his dad in many of these scenes, which you'll I'll talk about. Let's just go ahead and get started. Okay, so Kevin, Wayne, and Norma are waiting for Jack to get home from work, and uh, Norma says, your dad had a bad day at work, so let's be quiet. Let's not bother him. I kind of can relate to this. I kind of remember when my dad would have a bad day at work. We just get, we just want to get out of there, and you know, he comes home and Kevin and, and Wayne are like, let's get, let's get out of here. Let's go play catch, you know, and I just get out of the, out of the, uh, the danger zone, so to speak. So, uh, you know, it is, you just kind of see a little glimpse into Jack, like he's just grumpy. And Kevin says, when my dad has a really bad day at work, he comes home, he sits in front of the TV for hours in the dark by himself. And then if he has a really, really bad day, he goes outside and looks through his telescope. Okay, so it shows him doing that. And then the next day, he comes home even more pissed. Damn it, Kevin. How many times did I tell you not to leave your bicycle out in the driveway? But I... You think they grow on trees? If you don't want to take care of it, you don't have to have it. But I was just going to ride it over to Paul's later. Well, now you're not going to ride it over to Paul's. You're going to put it away, and then you're going to go to your room. Now! And then sometimes you knew you shouldn't do it, but you just couldn't help yourself. Okay, okay, get a grip on yourself. You gave him lip. What did you say? Nothing. I asked you a question, damn it. What did you say? Nothing. We have certain rules around here, young man, and you're going to follow them. And the first one is you take care of your own stuff. 
I guess we really didn't understand why he was so hard on us sometimes. Because sometimes, and I remember these times so distinctly, my dad could be great. He could be so much fun. You never wanted that feeling to end. Okay, so a lot to unpack here. First of all, before we get into this, um, the, the background song is a cover of Blackbird by the Beatles. They obviously couldn't use a real Beatles song, so they used... I want to say, I think the guy who does the music is W.G. Snuffy Walden. I'm pretty sure he died. I remember when I was reading that in the news. and He also did the music for one of my favorite TV movies, The Stand. Um... He, he's got he's got some good some good songs um so yeah Kevin's reminiscing about when his dad was great you know when he was this shows him playing at the beach with him when he was a little kid and I mean it, it's very heartbreaking because yeah his dad definitely changed over the years and I think he probably wants to know why what happened you know why does work always make him such a grumpy person you know so the net so so we got that scene and then we, it shows Jack um with his telescope again so we have he had another really 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 bad day. The next scene Kevin Wayne and his friend and I don't remember his friend's name you might say it and um, Paul they're all talk they're all on the bus and they're talking about what they want to be when they grow up. Kevin wants to be a professional baseball player or a forest ranger that's an interesting or an astronaut which I would imagine back in 1968 which this episode was supposed to be you know, um, portraying or set in, set in, that's what I'm trying to say, set in 1968. I would imagine that, I mean, that was right uh, around the time of um, Apollo 11. I mean, they hadn't got there yet. But yeah, I, I would imagine a lot of kids wanted to be astronauts around that time. I mean, I don't know any kids now that want to be astronauts. I mean, it's, times have changed quite a bit. But then the subject comes up about their fathers and what their fathers do for a living. What's your dad do? I don't know. He works. You don't know what your father does? I mean, that's the most stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, well, what does your father do? He works at Norcom. Yeah, he works at Norcom. Norcom? What the hell is that? It's a company, <laughs> moron. What does he do there? Is he the janitor? No, he's the man in churchyard. What does he manage? Toilet bowls? No, business, stupid. He manages business. He manages business? What the hell is that supposed to be? And that's when it hit me. I had absolutely no idea what that meant. Fortunately, Wayne was able to salvage some of our family dignity. So you're too stupid to understand anyway, so... So... Yeah. <laughs> boys will be boys. I love that when Kevin's like, I had no idea what my dad did for a living. Now, how many kids are like this? You know, what do you, what does your dad do for a living? He works. I don't know. He just works. I mean, I knew my dad worked. I knew where he worked, but I didn't know exactly what he did until I started going with him 
to work to I used to help him out he used to sell life insurance and I used to help him out with um sending out flyer or mail and stuff and that was when I found out that was about I was about about Kevin's age about 11 or 12 maybe younger and uh I never knew what he did either I mean what is Norcom (laughs) you know what is Norcom what kind of company is Norcom so we're gonna find all this out so Kevin comes home and asks his mom a very innocent question. What does dad do for a living? And Norma just kind of, you know, he's a manager. He manages this and this and that. And Kevin's like, uh-huh. And, uh, you know, there's like some debate about if it, if he if he works for a place that, that uh, makes military weapons or something to that extent. Something about military and, of course, Karen is all against it because she's against the war. She's against anything, you know, she's a hippie. Uh, so Kevin's still just as confused as ever. So then there's, there's kind of like a heartbreaking scene where Kevin asks his dad later on, you know, after dinner, because Jack has obviously had another bad day. He's uh, in the dark watching TV again. And Kevin says, Dad, what do you do all day? And Jack says, what do you mean? Well, what do you do all day? You know, I bust my hump so you kids can eat. Yeah, but really, what do you do all day, Dad? You know, I work at Norcom. You know that. Yeah, but what do you do there? And he's like, you know, Kevin, I don't have time for this. I mean, he's a real ass about it, you know. Poor Kevin just wants to bond with him. It's sad. It's very sad. Um, So, you know, he's like, it's two minutes of silence too much to ask for. Really jacked up. So Kevin's like, forget it, walks away, and we all feel sorry for Kevin, of course. So uh, Norma had overheard this conversation, and she kind of confronts him about it. Like, all he just wants to know what you do all day, Jack. That's all he wants to know. He wants to get to know you. Sad, right? 12 years old, and he doesn't, he doesn't know his father. It's very sad. Uh, I also noticed on the wall that there's a calendar that says September 1968. So, um... Isn't it interesting how, I always say this on my, when I do Wonder Years, it's interesting how it's 20 years later, literally 20 years later, that they're, uh, he's reminiscing about this, you know, on the show. So Jack uh, decides to, you know, kind of make amends with Kevin. Uh, hi, Kevin. Oh, no, pal. You think it's going to be that easy? You hurt my feelings, and now you have to pay the piper. Uh, So, you want to know what I do at work, huh? That's it. Don't look him in the eye. Don't look him in the eye. Don't look him... Oh, jeez, what are you doing? You're killing me here. It's, uh... No big deal, you know. Mostly pushing papers from over here to over there. It's... Not some big glamorous thing. Okay, fine. Look at him. Look at him all you want. Just no words, okay? What do the papers say? Uh... What's your office like? It's an office. Four walls, a ceiling, door. Do you have file cabinets? Yeah, I got file cabinets. Why? I don't know. I just wonder... Look, Kevin, um, 
Why don't you come into the office with me tomorrow? You see for yourself. I'll write you a note, okay? Okay? Okay. Set your alarm for 6.30. I don't want to be waiting for you. So I think Kevin's, like, really cute. You know, he's so innocent about this. Like, do you have filing cabinets? It's such... It's totally something a little kid would ask, you know? It's so cute. And now, when I, when I was growing up, I used to go visit my parents' office. I mean, not... I wouldn't go there all day. But I used to go visit there, you know, and I remember always being very impressed. My mom had her own office. I'm still impressed when my mom, my mom has her own office, you know, she's retired now, but you know, she had a pretty cool office, you know, and you just kind of want to see what they do all day, how they, uh, how they pay for things, you know? So I'm kind of surprised that the Arnolds never did this. I, I'm surprised that Kevin never saw his father's office in 12 years. I'm just really surprised by that. So the next day, uh, Kevin is getting dressed. He's so cute. He's in a little suit and tie. Adorable. And so I went to work with my father. I don't know exactly what I expected to learn about him there. I guess I was looking for clues. Something to explain why he was the way he was. Everybody, this is my son, Kevin. This is Phyllis and Stan and Betty and Mary. <laughs> you look just like your old man. <laughs> oh my goodness, he's adorable. What an angel. <laughs> look at those cheeks. You got the feeling they didn't see a lot of 12-year-olds around here. And what are you going to be when you grow up? Are you going to come to work with us at NORCOM? Of course, I knew exactly what I was going to be when I grew up. Either center fielder for the San Francisco Giants or crew member of the first manned space flight to Mars. Are you going to go into distribution like your father? Hmm? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, come on, Kevin. I'll show you my office. Excuse me. <laughs> there was one lady who was literally pinching his cheeks like a freaking baby. Hilarious. And he looks so cute. He's like, he's sitting right, he's standing right next to his dad. They're both... He does look just like his dad. He, do, he does. He always has looked just like his dad, especially when he gets older. Oh, yeah. But um, so they did a good casting choice on that. And uh, Karen looks just like her mom. Wayne looks, I don't know who Wayne looks like. I guess he looks like a combination of the two. But, uh, you know. It is true, like, when you bring a kid to the office, yeah, it, it's somebody new. was like, oh, you're so cute, you know. Uh, especially when you bring babies to the office. When I first took my son to my office, oh, man, everybody went crazy. Kevin's totally impressed with Jack's office, you know. He's like, lots of flashing lights, buttons to push, you know. He's got a really cool swivel chair, and Kevin's like, can I sit in your chair? So cute. Kids love those chairs, right, those swivel chairs. So Jack's trying to explain what an SR-14 is. It, you know, he obviously do deals with a lot of paperwork. He, he maybe approves things. I don't know. But um, he's trying to explain to Kevin, and Jack keeps getting interrupted by the phone. And Kevin's like, he can see already the stress level of Jack's rising, you know. He's like, aha, now I see what's going on here. 
be with you in just a minute here, Kevin. Peter Dante on two. Yeah, Phyllis, thanks. Hello, Pete. Yeah, Jack Arnold. How are you? Good, good. Listen, Pete, I was just talking to Jeff Myers over... I don't know. I don't know. I'm checking on it right now. Oh, well, help, Pete. They can just get someone else then. I had no idea what my father was talking about, but suddenly I fell in love with the rhythm and flow of it all. The way he punched those phone buttons, flipped through papers, gave orders. He had power, authority, just like at home, only here it was even more mysterious and impressive. Listen, I'm working on it right now. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks. Look, call Albuquerque, tell him rush the order to A.G. Lamford, and you get me to purchase orders from last week. I forgot my briefcase in the car. Kevin. Okay, so Kevin is, like, impressed. He's fascinated by his dad and what his dad does. And, you know, his dad is a manager. He manages people, and that's very cool, you know. And Kevin's just kind of watching him in admiration, and it's super cute, really cute scene. But it doesn't stay cute. (laughs) Kevin has this fantasy, very short little fantasy about being the boss. He's got his feet up on the table, uh, ordering people around. (laughs) It's really cute. And of course, you know, uh, he has uh, Karen and Wayne in his dream and he's yelling at them. Or not dream, sorry. Fantasy, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, Kevin's just like on top of the world at this point. He's just like, this is really cool. I want to do this when I grow up. So things kind of get hairy in there and Jack's like, screw this. It's coffee break time, Kevin. And he basically ignores all the calls coming in, ignores ignores all his duties and responsibilities. (laughs) They just walk out. Uh, not good. Not a good idea, Jack. They sit down and they have this cute little conversation. Oh, and I and I forgot to mention, <laughs> Kevin gets black coffee, and and Jack says, "You sure you like it that way?" And Kevin's like, "Yeah." And Kevin takes a sip and just goes, Bleh. "I I agree, Kevin. Black coffee's nasty." Yeah. Hmm. When did you decide you wanted to become a manager of distribution and product support services? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just a funny sort of a thought. You really wanted to be the manager of distribution and product support services. I mean, it's a good job, but uh, it's not what I thought I'd be doing with my life. What did you want to do? What, are you kidding? Professional baseball player. Not really. Really? Well, I did have a fallback position. This job? No, not this job. I never told anybody this before, not even your mother. When I was your age, I wanted to be captain of a ship. The captain of a ship? Yeah, you know, one of those big ocean liners or a freighter or an oil tanker. Be out there in the ocean in the middle of the night, navigating by the stars. Of course, they use instruments for all of that now, but I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought that'd be the greatest thing in the world. How come you didn't do it? How come? Well, you know, one thing leads to another. Went off to college, met your mom. Next summer, I got a job on a loading dock here at Norcom. rest is history. You would have made a great ship's captain, Dad. Yeah, probably not. Probably get seasick. 
So a thought occurred to me as I was watching this scene. It's sad that they had to go to Jack's work to have a conversation like this. He couldn't have this at home with them. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of strange. It's like Jack is the most open when he's at work, which is very, very strange. And I just love, Ke- you know, Kevin, he's just so fascinated by him. I mean, little boys usually look up to their dads. I mean, he's not a little boy, I guess. But I mean, you know, he's he's a young guy. He's he's not even a teenager yet. And he looks up to his dad and, you know, boys look up to their dads. And just the fact that, you know, his dad had these other dreams, you know, about like being a, a ship captain and how cool that is. And Kevin's just mesmerized by that. And it's just a really sweet scene, you know, just the two having a conversation and Kevin just basically being in awe of his father, you know, and it's just really, it's really cute. Uh, so they finish up their coffee and they go back to Jack's office and this, this scene, oh. I'll never forget how I felt at that moment. I felt that my father was a great man. What the hell is this, Arnold? This is incompetence, just plain incompetence. Look, Al, Wysanski's a little... No, never mind, Wysanski. He works for you. Now, this is a third major screw-up in your department in the last two months. Now, if you can't hire competent people and supervise them, we can find somebody that can. It's being taken care of. Well, it sure as hell better be. Oh, and one more thing. The next time that I try to get you on the phone, you better be there to take the call. Now, do you read me, Arnold? Do you read me? Yeah, well, I read you. Good. Ugh, that is rough. So Kevin just basically watched his dad get chewed out by his boss. You know, Kevin has this huge admiration for his dad. Like nothing could go wrong. Nothing, nothing that happens could change his mind. That his dad's the best person in the world. And then just boom. And I mean, I can't even imagine. Jack must just be humiliated. And this asshole boss should not have yelled in front of Jack's kid. I mean, that's messed up. Very messed up. You have to, <laughs> I mean, just think about that. I've never been yelled at by my boss before. I really haven't been yelled at. I, I'm a pretty, I was a pretty good worker. I don't work anymore, but I was a pretty good worker. I never, I never did anything to get yelled at for, but I can't even imagine getting yelled at by my boss in front of my own child. I mean, it, you could do it any other day, but the day when your son is visiting? Ooh. And Jack just, he, he, he doesn't know what to say. He's, he's completely humiliated. And it seems to me like this is his trigger, obviously, what, what always upsets him and has, gives him bad days at work. It seems to me like his boss yells at him quite a bit. Because Jack just kind of knows how to take it. And uh, the next scene, oh, wow. It's it's a beautiful scene. I can't really clip it. It's a visual. But they get home from work. Kevin, no, I'm sorry. They get home from work. Jack walks in. He storms in the house. He's loosening his tie. And he's just walking in a huff out of the kitchen. 
Kevin comes in doing the exact same thing, mirroring his father. It is so cute. I might have to put this on my webpage. This just one clip. It's just so cute. And uh, he's obviously just as pissed. And uh, that's like the end of the scene. It's just that really short scene. They don't really elaborate. I'm guessing that this is just my my personal opinion. I'm guessing that Kevin is his father at this moment. So Kevin's going to sulk like his father sulks after work. You know, he's going to... He had a bad day because his dad had a bad day, you know? And then we get the next scene, which is really, really sweet too in this NZ episode. That night... My father stood there looking up at the sky the way he always did. But suddenly I realized I wasn't afraid of him in quite the same way anymore. The funny thing is, I felt like I'd lost something. Come here, Kevin. used to find their way home. So Kevin has always wanted to go out there with his father to see what he's looking at through the telescope. I mean, kids are... I love looking through telescopes. I can't imagine a 12-year-old one who, I mean, especially if he wants to be an astronaut, you know? So he... um He goes out there and he says, I finally, you know, you saw the clip, I finally got enough courage to to go out there and it, it what what occurs to me when I watch a scene is he and his dad ha- have shared something now they've had this bond you know he saw his dad get chewed out he knows his dad is not the scary person he knows his dad has a break his dad can break you know and he doesn't he's not scared of trying to get to know him anymore he's not scared of trying to talk to him anymore you know so it's kind of like their little breakthrough and this is Jack's private time. And Kevin is barging in on his private time. And he feels like he can. And Jack lets him. So it's like a big breakthrough moment for this for these two. For this father and son, you know. And of course Jack's looking at the stars. Because remember he wanted to be a ship captain. And navigate through the star by the stars. And that's where we leave the episode. And... <laughs> A little history about uh, NORCOM here. Uh, not really history, but future. If in the future episodes, Wayne goes to work at NORCOM. I don't remember what he does exactly. I think he works in the... I think he works at the uh, whatever Jack City started at. He he does that. He works at... Um, gosh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm in a brain freeze right now. Like the, the loading dock. Sorry, the loading dock. He works at the loading dock. So Wayne does that, and then this is a, another big spoiler. Oh, wait. 
Never mind. <laughs> I'm correcting myself. Jack does not stay working at Norcom. He, in the very, very, I, I, I guess last season, he opens a furniture store. And then, sadly, Jack dies. We don't see it, but he dies like a couple years after the final episode. And Wayne takes over the family business, which the family business is the furniture store. But in the next, I don't know what season it is, but Wayne does go work at Norcom after he graduates high school. So Norcom stays in their family. And also Norcom comes up again because Kevin goes to a family picnic. Oh, this is another good episode. Family goes to a family. Kevin goes to a family picnic. And, uh, oh, it's such a good episode. I'm, I'm going to stop talking about it because I might, I might. I might recap it. It's really good. Uh, so that's the end of this one. It's very basic. You know, there's there's just like what one day passes in this whole show, this whole episode. I just really love it. It's a good Father's episode. It's a good way to kick off Father's Day month. So next week, like I said, I'll be working on uh, Mag, when Mag, what's it called? And Maggie Makes Three simpsons episode where uh they find out they're they're gonna have maggie and uh cisco my husband will be on that one with me um you can always follow me on facebook at when tv was great podcast and make sure you go and leave me a a review on itunes and i'm gonna be posting the schedule for july pretty soon here they are going to be uh like vacation episodes summer vacation by the way we just booked a vacation for yellowstone national park i'm very excited about that it's on my bucket list uh i just went to yosemite as you guys know for our five-year anniversary and now we're going to yellowstone those are two things that were on my bucket list that i get to cross off this year so that is pretty pretty cool uh anyways i'm excited about that and that's about it guys I will see you next week for And Maggie Makes Three. Bye.